0: unintentionally finding ourselves last on our list, we had had enough. We decided no more countless sacrifices, no more getting lost in the busy. So now we grab our
1: keys and go. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Nat. And we have created this podcast because we believe it's time for women to take action. In here, we will
0: lean into the funny side while we get curious about the possibilities of moving from mess to yes. Like a cosy couch conversation or a chat at the kitchen
1: table with your girlfriends, we are in this together as we sidestep the clutter and give ourselves permission to move back up to the top of our list. So grab your
0: keys and let's go.
1: And go podcast and we have got another guest for you today. So we'll say good morning and hello to
0: Nat first. Hello, Nat. Hi, I'm here and I'm also here with the heater guy because for some reason, uh, you know, in the middle of well, near, near summer, we need to have our heater fixed because it's bloody freezing down here, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, so it's me and the heater guy today. So if you hear a few bangs and bashes, um, that's just the heater guy. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) isn't it funny with timing? And we've also got with us today
1: Helene. Helene's coming to us from Queensland and she has attended a few of our retreats and a few of our, she's been part of our, a very important part of a few of our spaces as well. So hello Helene.
2: Hey guys, how are you? No need for a heater up here.
1: (laughs) We're good. Thank you for joining us. We're so excited that you're here. So Helene's got an epic story to share today, a bit of her journey, and there's some gold in there, but we're going to start with our grab your key and go moment. So first of all, Nat, would you like to share yours? What was your moment this week?
0: Oh, my moment is that sometimes in the gaps of the day, like I still get to do some really cool things. Like I, as in, I find a way, even when I might be doing something else to bring in something that I like. So when you and I go to circle, Mm -hmm. we sometimes have to go in separate cars, right? Because I work a bit (laughs) late, so I turn up a bit late. And so we go to circle and we have a beautiful time, but then on the way home, we use our time really wisely and we give each other a call in the. (laughs) car and we get an extra Ten more minutes to have conversations <laughs> with each other. <laughs> we do. It's not even ten minutes because yeah. then we sit in our driveway. The then we sit th- in our. Garage. That's right. Then we sit in the driveway. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then we walk. then we take the phone up, because we think we really should get inside, and then we're still talking on the way in. And uh, but so I actually fun. really like those times because I know we often get together and talk about work, or yeah. we're doing you know like all practical things, like taking each other's kids to sport. Yeah. And but then in those moments, it's like only about us and our lives yeah. and what's so happening and, and and our catch ups. So I really yeah. appreciate So that's my grab your keys yeah, and go for good, this week. Good use of
1: time. I love mm. that. It's my favourite time. Yep. So good. <laughs> Helene, we'd love to hear yours. It doesn't need to be anything recent, but just a moment where you really got to make a choice for you.
2: Oh, I never thought I would ever say these words, but I became one of those people recently when my stepson came to visit <laughs> who hid in the toilet for 10 minutes just to have some time for herself. And oh, yes. as I'm sitting there, I messaged my sister, and I'm like, oh, oh my so God, hate. I've just become that person or that <laughs> mum. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that, was, that was me doing self care in the bathroom just to get away from everybody. And they couldn't disturb me in there. That's just because the best no one. Comes oh, in is that because that's on the, the, door the door only
0: door. place you can lock the door? Yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that
1: was yeah. one. Some people uh, try that in the pantry, but... the pantry doesn't lock. I hear people go and hide in the pantry, but then they the still find you. Like, you can't, know. <laughs> That's so good. I I hear you. I have absolutely done that. Oh, that's so good. Well, mine this um, week was really fun as well and included Nat again. We do spend a lot of time together. So one of our grab our keys and go moments is we go to singing each week and that's really fun. It's a singing group full of women, really cool vibe, but this ended up being a double session, but it was a really busy week this week and Nat and I actually didn't get to connect hardly for the whole week. So we thought, Halfway through the singing lesson, we need to go down to the beach and have a chat, like to actually catch up. So halfway through our grab your keys and go, we grabbed our keys and go again. We doubled onto (laughs) it. (laughs) And we went down for a beach walk and got to see the sunset together. So and some beautiful conversations. And it was like the best. It was. I'll share it in the Facebook group. Yes. I will, I'll share it. It was a beautiful night. So yeah that yeah. was a double whammy. Was it was just yeah it was so needed and we just knew that because we hadn't had that um chance to connect through the week that was a priority as well. Like we were loving singing mm. but it was a double session so we thought let's let's do it and mm. let's go down to the beach. Absolutely. So, fun. so we did. <laughs> So good. All righty. So we've got Helene here to share some of her gold, some of her mm, learnings in life. And wait. yes, we'll all take away lots from this episode. So the theme this week is really about how, you know, supportive spaces in our life outside of our family or our home life can actually be a really important part of learning to say yes to ourselves and learning to be able to lead that heart led life. Because really, sometimes if it's just us in our own head or in our own environment, we go around in circles. So Helene's got an amazing story and her journey is, is quite fascinating. And she really realized probably about three years ago that her life really had a um a pivotal moment, like a really big change in it. So we would love for you, Helene, just to share a little bit about, you know, the before and after of that, that three year ago mark where things really started to change for you to start with, to paint the picture for everyone.
2: My turning point was probably when I moved up to Queensland and, no one knew me they didn't know i had no reputation i had no friends no real family up here and covid hit like literally as they closed the borders we got into queensland they closed the borders so i didn't get to go down and see my friends and family in new south and vic for over 500 days so um yeah just it was it was just also very new but it also meant that for the first time ever i probably had to be really vulnerable and admit that I didn't have it all figured out I didn't know anybody I had to go and make new friends so put myself out there again as a 36 37 year old um and yeah all the feelings that come up like you're still nervous like will they like me will they you know do they actually want to be with me will will I even make friends like you know will my my new family you know how will they what will they be like my my partner and his his parents so yeah that was that was really the start of new Helene if you like. Yeah. So
1: much to navigate. Yeah, exactly. It's like the clean slate and you're having to sort of reinvent yourself, reinvent your supports and, yeah, get into that really vulnerable space because all those things come up again, almost like, you know, when we're in high school and we're, you know, making friends and going, you know, oh, is this person going to like me? Have they already got their group? Like, how do I even weave my way into friendship groups when they're already formed? It's like all the things again. So that actually just brings on huge self-growth. So I suppose in that, what did you find you engaged in along the way to, to support you along the way? So obviously new friends are part of it, but were there some other things that you found along the way to help you? Oh, Nat's
2: group, her breath, breath work, her breath sessions um, were huge in helping me go you know, from where I was then to where I am now. Um, just the things that I've learned, the things that you've taught me that, like, completely invaluable. Like, I, I would not be here who I am today without your curiosity, the questions you ask, the different breaths, the, you know, just just that non-judgmental, supportive, inviting space. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't know that I've ever really allowed myself to have have a space like that, Um I've always kind of shown up as the confident in charge, you know, I've got it all together and I clearly didn't have it all together when I was up here and I, you know, you just provided me with the most beautiful, you know, environment to just be me, to just let my guard down and share what I could without any sort of repercussion or judgement or or backlash or gossiping behind my back kind of thing. Like, you know, in in a small town, if you shared how you're feeling with someone, the whole town knew, you know. (laughs) Yeah, or that's how
1: it felt. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. like the, that's the power of um, <laughs> yeah. a safe space, totally. you know, that space that you can be your authentic self and have the thoughts and feelings that you want and, and feel that it's okay to be able to share them in that space. Like it is so powerful. I've got a question for you because I don't know the answer to this one. So if you didn't, if you felt like you were pretty much, you had it all together, how, how did it come about that you engaged in, that space. Like what led you to find it
2: and yeah, what allowed you to become vulnerable enough to say yes? So I found that through another group that I was part of, um, Jim Cox. Mm-hmm. Um he's a business coach and after twelve months of, I guess, long service leave money coming in, um, I did a mm-hmm. course through the Life Coaching College and signed up to Jim's group, I was so excited, this is what I was going to do. Um, And Nat was part of that group and just connected with her and loved her breath sessions. And I guess just feeling like someone cared enough to want to help me without me actually needing to ask Mm. for help. Like she saw through my, my walls, like she might've seen a few cracks and went, you know what, I can help you. So she just very gradually, Helene, and she just touched base every now and then, very gently. And I didn't know what that, I don't know that I'd ever had someone do that for me who had dared.
1: Yeah, she saw you. Yeah,
2: but who had told me that she'd seen me, right? So other people might have seen I was struggling, but they never came and said, oh, put an arm around me and said, hey, you know, you don't have Mm -hmm. to do that. We've got that. You know, they never gave, I guess, never gave me permission to say no or yes. Mm yeah, it was just, I just appreciated feeling like I mattered. Yeah. Yeah. That is just
1: so beautiful because that's exactly right. But you already opened yourself up by even joining that first coaching space. You were open in a way saying that I'm here, I'm ready, I'm ready to grow, I'm ready to learn. And that's usually when more opportunities and spaces come come to you because you've already opened up your heart and you've said I'm ready so I suppose in that like the supportive space is you never know by saying yes where things are going to take you because it's obviously led on to other spaces that you've joined as well Helene and we've loved having you in some of those spaces (laughs) as well and so it just is like that lead-on effect so can you explain sort of that journey of how one thing leads on to another thing because I think this is a really magical part
2: of life (laughs) it is
1: <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite yeah, part. This is my
2: don't even plan for. Syn- oh my yeah, goodness me! The and-
0: surprises. Yeah, I think we did a breathwork on that, didn't we? But I guess the yeah. breathwork
2: and the other spaces that you girls provide—you ask questions that get us to look really deep down inside ourselves and question the things that we've never even dared to ask or don't really want to know the answer to. <laughs> and when you dive down, and you are, or you listen to those questions and you get curious about them. You're like, oh my God, like, what can I learn here? Like, I didn't know that about myself. That's why I do that. And so after what, 18 months, nearly two years in breath, um, Nat decides to, with yourself, decides to have a retreat. And I was like, oh, I have to go. Like, I have to go, right? I've got to be there. And it was actually a really big thing for me to be able to get there because my partner doesn't handle being by himself very well. And so it actually gave my partner and I, the opportunity to have some conversations and move our relationship forward. So that was my big grab my keys and go moment, I guess, because I was like, no, I'm going. (laughs) See ya. That's exactly
1: right. It brings on so much growth in a relationship space when those conversations need to be had. They don't come naturally to us, those conversations. We learn to be vulnerable. It's, it is tricky at the start. But you knew what it was that you wanted. You had a whole body, yes, almost. That's what it sounded like. And then you just figured out how to, you know, make it happen so both of you could feel comfortable and happy in that space enough that you could, yeah, make it happen for yourself. Yeah. So that's really amazing. So I know along the way you've had some pretty cool lessons learned and you found out some things about yourself. And one of them that you mentioned was that, you know, you just need to ask for what you need. And you mentioned this one, and this is such an important message for everyone to hear that, you know, sometimes we know what we need or would like, but you've learned how to ask for it. Can you explain a little bit about how that sort of has come about and empowered
2: you in a way? I think the continual deep diving into yourself and learning what you deserve, what you're worthy of, and then actually believing that you are worthy and deserving of that, that is not an overnight thing. That has taken me probably three, three and a half years to even get to the point now where, and I still feel at times a little bit icky saying, oh, look, I just need this or I need that. Can you, or, you know, say to my partner, can you just just look after this for a bit while I go and have some you know I don't have to spend time in the toilet anymore because I can ask for the time to go and do my own thing right and at the start I would feel really guilty and selfish that I was asking for half an hour to myself and then later on I'm like well that's not selfish that's needed like you're filling your own cup so you can go back and be a much better person, you know, in the environment which I came from, like family and kids and whatever. But if I don't take that time for myself, I can become quite a monster or not, you know, an inward monster starts to build, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you feel that, yeah, resentment and those emotions. Yeah. Yeah, holding it. Absolutely. I not. think
0: you won't be alone there. I think there'll be people listening to this and going, uh, yep, I'm I'm on that journey. Yep, I've done some really good growth and I've got to a point, but, yeah, I still feel it too. Like, I and know that, that yeah, I'm still and on it. We did a
1: podcast <laughs> on it not long ago. It's almost like that holding and you don't even know how much mm. you're holding, whether it be resentment or frustration mm. or sadness, whatever it is that you're holding, you can get to the point where you hold it for too long and it comes out like a bit of a monster sort of feeling because yep. it, it brews. And so now you're yeah. aware that that's what happens
0: if you don't take that time mm. for yourself.
2: Yeah, such a powerful awareness.
0: It's also it's almost like yeah, I was going to say no, exactly, Helene. It's a little, it's it, it's yeah. almost and a then little I like. I think
2: in one of our breath sessions, like you made the comment, "Is that yours? Like, is the stuff I'm holding on to mine?" And so if I feel like I'm mm-hmm. building to that point. I'll just mm. say to myself, if it's not yours, put it down. You know, if it's not yours, give it mm. back to the person who you got it off. Um, mm. And that's helped quite a bit too. Yeah. Yep. I've been learning that as well lately, like that
1: separating, almost mm. figuring out what's yours, what's someone else's, mm. why are you carrying someone else's yeah. stories. And, yeah, it's really fascinating. And then I suppose you came up with this beautiful lesson, which it's like it's actually okay to not do it all, you know, like that idea that no is actually an option. Yeah. And I think you've just shared, like, learnt this so beautifully. If you can speak on that for a little bit because this is just, yeah, so powerful for everyone to hear. Yeah.
2: So there's probably two lessons pre-Queensland Helene and New South and Vic Helene. New South and Vic Helene a people pleaser, you know, would do anything for anyone, but then I probably think that I also got taken advantage of a little bit. A comment I remember really uh, frustrating me is, well, you don't have kids so you've got time to, you know, do it. You don't have kids, so can you please do that? I, didn't have, I don't have any biological children, but that didn't necessarily mean that I had spare time. I was quite busy, <laughs> you know, doing other things.
0: We all know how to fill up our time, right? We've, we've yeah. all got the same amount of time. We all know how to fill it up really so, well.
2: I came up here and started, <laughs> you know, I guess my own personal growth journey that I went, oh, I probably just could have said, oh, no, sorry. Or just no, no is an answer, right? Isn't that what you taught me? No is a complete sentence. And that would have been incredibly helpful because I feel like I did get quite burnt out trying to please everyone, do everything for everyone, trying to make their lives easier. And in actual fact, like I wasn't enjoying life. I probably got to a point where I'm like, wow, there's got to be more to life than
1: this. The thing about that is like until you realize that, you know, no can be an answer and you start popping down boundaries and, and working out like how to fulfill your needs as well,
2: everything changes, which it did for you. Yeah, and it did. It, and it Again, it took a little while to be able to say no without feeling guilty or feeling like I should be replacing what I said no to with something else. Like, no, I can't do that for you, but how about I do this to try to smooth it or, you know, make me feel better.
0: And we don't know till we try it either. So we kind of, even though we feel a bit, and we were talking about this again with, with Rachel as well, like even though we feel a little bit you know yucky there's a little bit of yuck there um if we don't try it we, we don't know how it feels like yeah. what's going to happen or how it feels yeah. so the whether we want and to do it again you know like <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah but then I like another thing that you taught me mm. is that that's how I'm teaching other people to treat me as well like if I'm forever saying yes 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 they're going to keep coming mm-hmm. and if I start yeah. to say no there's going to be an adjustment a period of adjustment yeah. where they get used to me not always saying yes and that feels really crappy that period but you get through it
1: (laughs) yeah 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 you come out the other side I know that is just probably the best message that it does feel yucky when you start to to have some firmer boundaries because they get used to expecting What they expect from you, which you know we've set up for ourselves, so everything is a choice. It's just so interesting. We are going to try to um, bring it through to maybe an actionable tip or something that has helped you as you're moving through all these life lessons and saying yes to yourself. Because we like to keep these episodes short. There's so much gold. We could just talk all day to you, Helene. (laughs) We could just chat and chat and chat. You've got so many amazing stories and lessons to share. But if we can end today's podcast with just maybe a tip on something that has helped you through and I'm sure it'll
2: help our listeners as well do you
1: have one for us Helene the
2: best thing I ever did was create a self-care list or it was a list of fun so anytime I was feeling flat or yucky or whatever then I'd recognize it like I'd be like yep feeling crap and I just go to this list and even if I was feeling like three out of ten four out of ten I would pick one or two things on this list and it would help me shift into a, a little bit better space And just by that little shift, I then felt like I was capable of getting back into my day. Yeah, well, you've shifted the energy. And so to come up with that list, did you sit down and
1: really think about the things that light you up, that make you feel different, more alive, and
2: then you created it from there? Again, we created in a breathwork session. So, again, another valuable session that really helped with real, like that helps you in real life that you can take from you know, and I think that's really important too. Like everything that we do in breath or your art, Mel, is, can be transferred into implementing it into your daily life. So this was a list that I stuck on the fridge so my partner could see it as well. And, you know, if he saw me dancing like an idiot in the lounge room, he'd know that I was just trying to feel better or or whatever. <laughs> trying you to know. shake
1: yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: that, that's, that's just one, so one thing I do. Oh. I exercise. I go for a walk.
1: Yeah. Movement and exercise is a big one. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. That is an amazing place to end our conversation today. I'm sure we're going to have you back because it just feels like we were only getting started with you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us and for sharing your story. You're welcome. And your learnings with us. Thank you for having Um, me. The listeners are going to get lots of value out of it. Thank you, you. girls.
2: (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Thank you. Bye. So until our next chat, have fun noticing the possibilities as you grab your keys and go. Come and have some fun with us. Subscribe to Grab Your Keys and Go podcast now wherever you get your podcasts. And let's go from mess to yes.